Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Let's start off by giving a quick shout out to our sponsor, SeedsHereNow.com. Big thanks to James Bean and SeedsHereNow.com for supporting the show. SeedsHereNow.com is your number one source for high quality seeds. Of course, they do offer a money back satisfaction guarantee, and I think they use a time machine to ship your seeds to you. Make sure to support my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. Welcome to the show, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 727 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to focus on a listener email. Before I get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to Spartan420. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you. Shout out to Captain Mojo and Mobius Grows. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Rasta Green Thumb and Madewell Medicated. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you shout out to Randy's Farms and Danny Potts. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Stash Drop 269. I want to send a big fist bump to OG Roach and the Devil's Weed. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my buddy Kip. Then let's wrap it all up with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Operation High Vibes. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And you know, I do include a link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends to support the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am recording on what I think may be the windiest day of the year. I can hear all kinds of chaos outside. I'm not sure if it's coming through the microphone. I do have a lot of software and toys and gadgetry work in here. Uh, there will be some post-production fixing. I do apologize if you hear the uh, the chaos that is ensuing in my neighborhood. Uh, I did the thing where I just say that occasionally here, we just trade trash cans. Usually it's uh, that neighbor gets my trash cans and I get that neighbor's trash can. We just do the trash cans. We all shift trash cans to the left. Uh, it feels like this week we're shifting two or three trash cans to the left. Uh, just exchanging of the cans is happening. I apologize if you hear it. That's enough rambling about that. However, if you do hear uh, thuds, pops, bumps, uh, bangs, there, well, probably there's nobody tied up, nobody uh, detained here against their will, maybe. But most likely what you're hearing is the wind and debris pounding against the house. The trash cans are going crazy. Lots of shit going on. The trees are hitting the roof. Anyway, that's enough of that. Let's talk about some fun shit, dude. I got a new rig. I got a new rig and I like it. My birthday was recently. I did allow myself a little budget for a brand new birthday rig. I guess I should have it right here. Hang on, watch, we'll do some magical editing. Uh, you may have been paying attention recently. You may have heard me talk about it being my birthday. That's right, for my birthday, I did buy myself a brand new rig. I left myself a nice budget. I went to a one of my favorite glass shops. I went to a few glass shops. I looked around for a little bit and I saw a rig that was not super expensive, but it super caught my eye. I do like a rig that is super functional. I like a rig that hits more than uh, lots of water flow and lots of movement. I want the uh, smoke to hit the banger and then go through some water to cool down. Then I want it to go to my lungs, to my brain. I don't need a lot of movement, not a lot of fanciness. I prefer a rig that functions super well. So I will show you now. I will debut for the show the rig that I have chosen. Uh, this is 
the color here. It doesn't show up super great. I can't tell if the color is coming up on the camera with the weird lighting in the room. I'll try to correct it uh, in the post-production here. Also may post a photograph of this in the video feed. But if you're watching the video, this color is called Ghost. It's kind of a, a light baby blue, kind of close to the UNC blue if you're a sneakerhead. Um, I really love it. It is a, it's a bottle shape with a, uh, it's got kind of a donut in the middle here. This donut, the piece where it separates here actually works as a splash guard. So if I pull real hard, I'll give you an example here. If I dab real hard, that water will not splash up into my face. I do like that. Um, so we've got a glass rig here. It is a 10 millimeter joint on this rig. The rig itself is by Brody Glass. The um, banger here is from DCS Quartz. Uh, it's really super deep. It holds heat real well. I like this. I'm going to do my best to keep this cleaner than I have uh, most of my glass from the past. And also, we've got a beautiful carb cap here. This one came from Bowman Glass. I really like this carb cap. Funny, as I pick it up, I notice there's a hair stuck to it. I just said I was going to keep things cleaner. That happened when I set it in here. Uh, this carb cap, I really like this. It's a bubble cap. It's got a hole here. Uh, the air would travel through here. You'd cap the banger. Let me just show you where it goes. It goes here so that the air can travel through here, restrict the movement of the air through here, give you a better rip. It's got this nice handle on it. I tend to hold it with these fingers, put my middle finger over the hole to kind of restrict the air a little bit better, spin it around a little bit. Uh, these are both just a touch sticky, need to be cleaned up. I'm a bad look, uh, bad dabber. I should be cleaning this much better. Uh, speaking of cleaning things better, I did invite our friend Pedro, uh, Mr. Rosin's Neighborhood, Pedro's Grow Room, Rosin is Legal Fuckers, whatever you want to call him. I call him my friend Pedro. What up, bro? Hope you're watching this. I did ask Pedro to make us a quick video on how to keep our banger clean because I did see Pedro complain on social media, rightly so, that somebody hit his expensive banger, stained it, left it dirty. So I politely said, hey, Pedro, would you like to do a quick video that I can play on the podcast to show people how to care for our expensive bangers? Because those bangers are not cheap if you get the good quality stuff. Pedro will do us a video. Anyway, my point was I wanted to show off this sweet new rig. I got a new rig. I wanted to shout out the glass makers that make all this great stuff. They don't get enough love, enough credit. So once again, big shout out to Brody Glass, big shout out to Bowman Glass, and of course, big shout out to DCS Quartz for the awesome banger setup there. Then most of all, big shout out to our friends at Positively Vibes for the uh, great love and respect and the good deals on the glass. I got a nice case. I got a bunch of glob mops, got some other accessories. Also had a great time in the shop. Uh, they treat myself like royalty. They treat my uh, my queen like royalty in there as well. Sometimes when you take your girlfriend to places, uh, they don't talk to her. They only talk to me and they kind of ignore her. Uh, they're really cool. They make sure to include her, make her feel included, which is important to me. Um, so speaking of the new rig, I bought a couple of new bangers. I got a Terp Slurper. I got a different style banger. I got a taller banger, a shorter banger. I got a banger with some, uh, I got some Terp Pearls. I got a different carb cap. I am still experimenting to see what kind of banger I like best on here. I like this banger a lot. However, it's a little bit deep. So I do have to get a uh, different carb cap. I ordered it. It's on the way. It should show up. You may hear the doorbell ringing while we're recording. Apparently it's out for delivery today. I should get that. Uh, but I'm learning. I'm adjusting. What I've noticed is um, with the new banger and the new turp slurper and everything, my heating and timing is a little bit off. I'm relearning uh, how long to heat, how long to cool, how long I need each banger before I hit it. That's a new, uh, new uh, what is it, a learning curve that I'm going through there. Um, also, I don't know that I like the turp slurper. I feel like the turp slurper, uh, I'll put a picture of a turp slurper and a normal banger up on the screen so you can tell the difference. Um, I'm not sure I'm enjoying the Terp Slurper. I like the restriction of the carb cap on top of the bucket or banger. The Terp Slurper seems to, since the holes are down there at the bottom, there's no way to restrict them. 
I don't feel like I can restrict it and get the dab flow that I want. That is just my personal um, experience, personal preference. I think I'm going to be sticking with the bucket banger type style. Um, I'm not sure if I like the turp pearls inside the banger or not. My new banger is a little deeper, so it will require a spinner cap and turp pearls for this to work properly. I've been putting the pearls in there and using a normal cap. It works pretty good. When this new cap gets here, I will give you an update. I bet you it's going to freaking rock. It's going to rip. It's going to shred. So I'm still learning how to heat it, how long to heat it, how long to let it cool. Uh, it's a learning process. I've been talking for a long time about just heat it and hit it, and you'll figure it out. Um, what I'm learning is you're going to have to kind of waste a couple of dabs. You're going to kind of let a couple uh, not get hot enough. You're going to make a couple of too hot dabs. You're going to burn your lungs. You're going to roast your throat. Have fun. Uh, figure it out. And then take a lot of notes. And also, if you're really... Uh, want to get critical they do sell some devices that you can measure the temperature of your banger you can get it to the right temp that people will make recommendations for you. you can get your banger to the perfect temp every time make a note of what that is repeat that you'll have an sop for taking dabs that'll be beautiful where am i in my notes um i'm not sure i'm convinced over the uh the terp slurper that's one of the things i wanted to mention i'm not sure uh, i don't like that airflow and man, things are really expensive to do a lot of testing. Buying a couple of bangers, a terp slurper, some pearls, a couple of different carb caps, uh, that really did add up quickly, but it was worth it for the show, worth it for the experiment, uh, for the experience. I will let you know what I learn, and once I get more things figured out, I will do sort of an updated video. I know I've done a dabbing video. We've talked about taking dabs, but we did miss a few things. I'm gonna continue, because that will bring me back to what I'm gonna talk about here. This is gonna loop around. Uh, also, why am I so rambly? Why am I so stoned? Because one of my friends met me somewhere recently and he passed me a three gram jar of Lemon Jeffrey Live Rosin. And my day, my life has not been the same since I got that concentrate. I got the new rig, I got the new rosin, and I have just been slightly silly since that happened. So big shout out to my friend for hooking me up with the uh, the Lemon Jeffrey Live Rosin. That shit is delicious. Uh, the, the amazing aromas and flavors that I love in the Lemon Jeffrey were right there. The potency is perfect. It's beautiful. The color, the texture, the consistency. I was amazed. I love this rosin. It is delicious. It was so delicious, uh, least smelling. It smelled so good that uh, my girlfriend doesn't take dabs, you guys. She rarely smokes ganja. She's just That's just not her thing. Uh, she'll hit a vape pen occasionally. Um, she decided that it smelled so good that she had to take a little dab of the Lemon Jeffrey and she really enjoyed her buzz. She giggled, she smiled, she laughed for a couple of hours. That was a good time. So uh, that's how good that shit smelled. She had to take a dab. Anyway, let me loop back to where I was. Um, I was at a store yesterday. I went to go pick up some uh, other smoking accessories at a local shop. And there was a couple in there that was asking the, uh, the person in the shop, the clerk, I guess, the, the person working, asking a lot of questions about dabbing, about uh, how long to heat things, how to let it cool, uh, how much to dab, how to get the dab into the banger. They were asking a lot of questions and it made me realize how much more I could be teaching. I need to just pop in randomly to these head shops and dispensaries and just listen to the questions that people are asking. And it gave me some ideas of things that I could teach you guys. Um, one thing that I want to recommend, I am going to do another dabbing video. I've said this uh, just a moment ago. I'm going to do another video where I teach you about different bangers. I'm going to put a terp slurper in there because I didn't have a slurper in the last video. Um, we'll put some terp pearls in the banger. We'll use a spinner cap. We'll do different things like that. We'll talk about heat. We may even buy a dab right. Maybe we could use that as a, if I buy it for the podcast, maybe it's a tax write-off. We could get a dab right. Uh, or maybe somebody from Dab Right or Positively Vibe wants to uh, sponsor the show and send us a Dab Right or some sort of a Terp thermometer uh, so we can take dabs with that. We'll teach you guys how to use that also. 
uh, so you can get that perfect dab every time. Then also we're going to talk about things like uh, nectar collectors and puffcos and dab straws and new things that are coming out. And also um, there's other tech and other things, other toys and other tools that I've seen now at the shops that I've never talked about. Some things I've never even experienced. So going there yesterday and having to wait on the clerk to help that couple before me really showed me there's some things that I'm slacking on teaching you on. So that will inspire uh, a new dab episode to come out in the future. I'll learn a lot more. We'll do a lot more stuff. I'll try not to make you wait until 7.10 for that, but that could be what happens, honestly. Uh, the episodes go by so quickly, and time travels really quickly right now. Anyway, what I'm saying is I owe you another episode about dabbing. The one thing I want to make sure to say right now is if you're buying a device, if it's a dab rig, if it's a uh, nectar collector, whatever you intend on smoking your concentrates through, I highly recommend that it's got water in it to make some bubbles. Water and bubbles are your friend when you are smoking concentrates. We're going to heat these concentrates up, whether it's your uh, nectar collector or your dab rig. If you're hitting a nail, a banger, a nectar collector, I said that one already. A terp slurper is what I'm trying to say, the word that won't come to my brain. Whatever you're hitting, you got to heat it up quite hot. And if it doesn't go through some water and some filtration, it's going to kind of roast your lungs, your throat, your esophagus. It's not going to feel super pleasant. You're not going to enjoy it as much as you could. So my first recommendation, my number one advice is when you're buying uh, any sort of smoking apparatus for concentrates is that it does pass through water. Uh, this rig right here, it doesn't have a lot of water and it. it's got this little tiny down stem, but this, this little bit of water that really saves your throat, uh, saves your lungs, your esophagus, everything in between there. I think it makes a much more enjoyable experience. Um, also, when it comes to smoking devices, I don't want a big bong. I don't want a giant smoking device for concentrates. I want a little piece. I don't need... So the idea with the bong, you'd fill the whole bong with all that smoke and you pull the carb and then the fucking smoke all goes to your head and you get a big rip, right? With a dab, you don't have to carb it uh, that way necessarily. You don't fill it as much. I do a little carb work with the carb cap, but I'm not trying to get fill it, fill it, clear it, fill it, fill it, clear it. I'm just going straight to the dome. We got the carb cap work in that action. I don't need such a big device. A smaller device is better for dabs in my humble opinion. All right, let me check my notes and see where we are talking about the dab rig. And then we're going to jump into a couple of these emails that I've got here in front of me. Let me make sure I covered everything. Uh, had to get new stuff. I uh, had to get some turp pearls because the banger was too deep. Had to get a spinner cap. We're going to talk about spinner caps and slurpers in the future. Uh, I do understand now how quickly things can add up, how quickly it gets expensive. So let me go spend some money, do some experiments, and then I'll teach you about it so you guys don't have to waste all the money is what I'm trying to do. Um, always use water for filtration. And in the future, we'll do an episode talking about nectar collectors, dab straws, puff coes, all that cool shit. I'll write that episode and get it out soon. Also, here's the last part that I almost forgot to tell you. Um, solventless episode part two. Big shout out to... Uh, Pedro, once again, shout out to my bro, Pedro. Also extra big shout out to my buddy, Rosin Ryan. That was Rosin Ryan's uh, premiere debut on a video podcast. So what I'm getting at is we did a solventless podcast episode, how to make Rosin at home where Pedro and Rosin Ryan and myself discussed. It was mainly Pedro and Rosin uh, Ryan talking about it, talked about making Rosin. We are going to do part two of that episode. What I would like from you is questions for that show. Watch the Rosin uh, episode and whatever we did not cover, the questions that are still on your mind, please do send me those questions. You can email me at growfromyourheart@hotmail.com is the best way to get them to me. Or if you're not uh, going to email me, if you want to be lazy about it, throw the questions on the YouTube video. I usually don't take questions from YouTube, but it's a, it's a quick way to do it. It's right there. You're already there. 
leave your follow-up questions on the rosin video that is already on youtube and i will get pedro to help us answer more questions i'll get rosin ryan on to help us more answer more questions we will do solventless part two so please send me your concentrate making questions to my email address grow from your heart at hotmail.com disclaimer we will not talk about uh butane extraction there will be no carb uh, hydrocarbon extraction discussion on the podcast in that episode i don't want to teach you how to hurt yourself how to blow anything up we've got to teach you how to do it solventless with water with pressure with heat we'll do it that way a little bit safer in my opinion also probably more legal and i won't get any trouble for teaching you how to do that where are we now this is the part of the show where i dig into this beautiful pile of emails yes i do get a lot of emails a lot of grow questions once again, the email address is hotmail.com. There's also a Grow Help tab on the website at iregenetics.com. Click on the Grow Help tab. We do ask you several preliminary questions. What are you growing? Are you growing indoors? Are you growing outdoors? What is your VPD? Then we give you an opportunity to ask your grow question. If you've got a question that is not grow-based, skip all that stuff up there at the top. Type in your question at the bottom. Hit send. All of those questions do go to my email inbox, and I do get to them. Ah, there are a lot of questions and there's only one of me and there are only two episodes a week. If I haven't answered your question, please be patient. I'll get to it. It's coming up. I will answer your stuff on the show. Let's get right to the point. I do have a good question here in front of me. This one goes a little bit like this. This one came from our friend Jamie and it even says it's cool to mention my name. That makes it easy. It says, hey, Rasta Jeff, I hope all is well with you, bro. Things are great. Um, smoking dabs out of it. I'm smoking lemon Jeffrey dabs out of a brand new rig. Uh, life could not get much better. Uh, feel good, look good, hanging out with you guys. I'm well hydrated. I'm drinking kombucha, dude. I cannot complain. It says, thanks for everything you do. You are very welcome, my friend. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the uh, compliment. It says, you've been a great help in the garden and a cure for boredom at a very tedious job at a, I'm not going to say where your job is. We'll skip that. We'll keep you a little bit safe. Uh, the dude's got a boring job. I understand that. Uh, I've worked in commercial cultivation facilities where uh, the whole day, our job is to defoliate. Yes, uh, a lot of times I am the manager. I'm the consultant. But guess what? I got hands. I got eyes. I got gloves. I'll defoliate with the crew. I'll get on there and fucking try to go faster than everybody else and challenge people so they try to go faster than me. Then guess what? Work gets done more quickly. We all feel good about it. So um, I do understand that a tedious day can happen. I would put on a podcast, listen to some uh, Joey Diaz, some Dude Grows. Uh, maybe some Rogan back in the day and just let them ramble. Right now, I really love to listen to uh, the Anthony Jeselnik. Uh, it's the uh, Jeselnik Rosenthal Vanity Project, JRVP. Uh, if you listen to it, you know what I'm talking about. It's a good show. I enjoy that one. Also, anything with fucking Mark Norman and Chris Stefano, I can listen to all day to those. Anyway, our friend does listen to Podcast to Cure Boredom. Thank you. I'm glad that I'm getting you through a long day in your factory job. It says, I listen Monday through Friday. Bro, you're probably way caught up right now. It says, I feel your podcast is uh, too above the rest. I may, I'm not sure what the two means, but it, say, it, may, it says too above the rest. Uh, thank you. I like being too above the rest. I'm not sure if that's a typo or if, that, uh, if I'm really too above the rest. It says, being in a newly legal state, I've been mentioning you to all of my friends that are growers, and they love the show, bro. Thank you. I love the organic growth of the show. I don't spend money on advertising. I don't put myself in magazines or anything like that. I don't pay for ads. The way that the show grows is through word of mouth from listeners. So thank you. That means a lot to me. Uh, hopefully you told 10 people. Maybe two of those 10 people will tell two more people. Then you see how it goes. It's a snowball and avalanche effect. I hope more people are listening. Thank you for being that catalyst right there. It goes on to say, 
Uh, all of my friends love the show. I've been in grow shops where brand new growers come in very confused on what to do. And me and the store owner direct them to your grow series. Thank you, bro. That is awesome. Vinny said, enough of this. Uh, Vinny says, my friend that owns the grow store. Bro, thank you for the huge compliments, by the way. I'm not going to uh, glaze over that. Thank you. Now, the question says, my friend that owns a grow store is having major issues with spider mites. I come and visit him a few times a month, maybe more. And now I am apprehensive to do so because I do not want to drag them into my grow. He is my friend and I don't think it's the coolest thing to do to him. And I don't want to do that. I thought about this today when I saw a leaf all beat up while foliar feeding. Um, it's not spider mites, but it got me thinking there are obvious precautions I can take, but being a new grower, there might be some not so obvious precautions I can take. And I wanted to ask for your great advice. Thanks again. Keep it going. You're doing great. It is cool to mention my name from your friend, Jamie. Jamie, this is a great question. Uh, how do we not trade spider mites? Your friend that owns the grocery store is having a major issue with spider mites. Isn't that funny that the guy that owns the store that has every single product available to him, that has every single vendor on speed dial, has not figured out how to eradicate the spider mites. That's really funny. Every product that he could imagine, he can order it, he could get it, he could probably reach right there. It's probably right there. He could read the instructions, he could apply everything, he could do something every other day if he wanted to, and he still hasn't beat the spider mites. That to me is funny. That's like when they say that the mechanic's car is always the last one to get the work. Isn't that the damn truth? All right, so your buddy's got a major issue with spider mites and you are apprehensive to go over there. That is, um, that's, that's not a problem. That's a very wise move. That's a very smart thing to think. Uh, you don't want to put your crop at risk by hanging out with your friend who's got a problematic crop. I would, first of all, be a bro and kind of encourage your friend to get those mites under control. I would think of a strategy. I'd be like, bro, we've got to fix this. Uh, you own the store. You're better than this. We're better than this. It's 2022. We've got better tools. We can do research. We've got to beat this. I'd help him develop an integrated pest management strategy that will get rid of those bugs. He works at the store. There are probably 82 different products there that he could use in a rotation in conjunction to knock out any fucking problem really quickly. So let's encourage him to get a strategy to beat those bugs. Now, the hardest part in life is making other people do what we want, and that's not even cool anyway. So let's talk about what you can do. Um, I would just have, this is what you should do. You should have, uh, not should, this is what I would recommend. I can't tell you what you should do. I can tell you what you could do. Uh, you could set up an integrated pest management strategy that will outpower his pest problem. That's what you're probably going to need to do. Uh, when you go to his place, if you go to his place, when you come back home, uh, change your clothes before you go into your grow space. Change everything. Uh, the shoes, socks, pants, undies if you can, shirt, hoodie. I've got dreadlocks, bro, so I'd be in there fucking shaking my dreads out. I'd wrap the dreads up in a hat when I go to that grow or his house. I'd come home, take off that hat, shake the dreads out, put them in a different hat, put on different clothes. If you can rinse everything off and take a shower, I would do that. Put on different clothes before you go into your grow space. At this time, all those clothes with the bugs should be in the laundry room and a dirty clothes area, maybe already in the washer. Maybe you dropped them in the dryer so you could heat them up and cook all the bugs. Uh, get rid of those clothes and put on fresh clothes before you go into the grow space. Don't take anything to his place that's going to go into your grow is what I think I'm trying to say. Then the next step as a responsible farmer is to have an integrated pest management strategy. I don't know if you're an organic grower. I don't know if you're a salt grower. I don't know if you're a guy doing both. Uh, if you're a hybrid style grower, I don't know what you're doing, but I would work on a strategy to make sure you don't get those bugs. It can be uh, pesticide rotation, a sprayed pesticide application rotation. I would choose 
two or three, three or four different products. Maybe find a few things you can mix. Uh, apply those every Monday. Uh, if you start seeing a problem, step up your game and apply every Monday and Thursday. I would rotate. I would do one product on Monday, a different product on Thursday, a different product on Monday. And if you only have three, start the rotation over. If you can mix a couple of things, mix two things, hit them on Monday, hit them with a third product on Thursday. If you can do what I'm saying is they will build resistance to the same product. If you hit them more than two or three times with the same product, they'll start saying, oh, I know how to take that. You throw a left hook, they know how to block the left hook. You got to go left hook, right cross, uppercut or some shit. Mix them up so they don't know how to block you every day. They will build resistance. Uh, get in there with multiple modes of attack, um, different products, different plans, different strategies for different bugs. But have a plan, have a strategy, have a rotation of pesticides. Uh, keep your room clean, keep your clothes clean, keep your tools clean, clean all of your equipment. When you're done, um, let's talk about, you're talking about bugs, let's talk about viruses. Right now, everybody's getting the, the dreaded tobacco mosaic virus. There's another hop latent viroid is also out there. Everybody's getting that. Let's talk about how to prevent the spread of the virus in our room. Between, uh, it's really hard to do it. If you can clean your scissors between every single plant, I recommend cleaning scissors with ISO, uh, with rubbing alcohol between every single plant if possible. If you got a mom plant, you're cutting clones off of it, you're going to move to another plant, clean your scissors. That way we don't take the virus from plant A to plant B. Clean the plants between, clean the scissors between every plant if possible. It's going to slow you down. It's going to take time, but viruses will take a lot more time and slow you down a lot more. So do the preventative work. Uh, if you're working in rows, if you're doing long rows, if you're in a commercial grow, maybe maybe change your scissors, clean your scissors after every row. I understand the boss is going to get crazy if you're fucking cutting a plant, clean your scissors, cut a plant, clean your scissors. I get it. It takes time, but we don't want to ruin crops. So clean up after yourself get a pest management strategy. Clean up after yourself. Clean yourself before you go in there and seal up the room. Where are the bugs going to come in into that room? Have you sealed all the cracks, the crevices, the nooks and crannies? Uh, is there debris? Is there junk? Is there trash in the grow space? That will really encourage bugs to be around. How about uh, if, let's hypothetically say that on the other side of, that's a, that's a backyard back there behind that, just full disclosure. Nobody probably knows what's behind that curtain. That's the backyard. Let's hypothetically say that's a grow room. Just It's not, but we're going to invent a grow room back there. Let's just say that's a grow space. I would clean up all of right here as well. There would be no junk, no debris, no boxes, no trash, no paper. Uh, I wouldn't have it looking like the garage. I wouldn't have it looking like the basement where you got shit stored, where the old drum sets are sitting, where there's especially like clothing and blankets and trinkets and shit like that. Soft things where bugs like to hide. Um, wood things that smell good. Some wood doesn't smell good. Some wood is inviting to bugs. Things like dirt and things like that. Places where bugs and spiders want to go. Don't have that type of environment. Have a clean, organized, swept environment that you can clean up and make sure there's no bugs, no pests. Every little nook and cranny and hiding spot is a place for a bug to hide. Uh, they'll make a party. If you got leaves on the floor, they're going to go eat up those leaves on the floor. They're going to breed. Then as soon as you disrupt those leaves, they're going to go scattering in the room. Guess where they're going? Your plants. They're going to go right to those fresh green plants. They're going to head to the weakest leaves. They're going to start chewing up those weak leaves on your plants. Then they're going to breed. They're going to have a party. So uh, the main thing you should do is when you go to that house or that friend's grow or even that grow store where he is, um, remember, he's infected. He's contaminated. When you leave, don't take clothes there that you're going to wear into your grow. I would maybe have a separate set of clothes to go see that person. Uh, then when you go see that person, change clothes right after. Take a shower before you go into your grow space. Maybe have dedicated shoes, pants, a shirt, a hoodie, a hat, glasses, and gloves, and whatever else you need 
for your grow space. Don't take that other stuff into there. Have dedicated tools. Don't move tools from that grow area to another grow area, to the outdoor, to the indoor. Just buy the extra, buy one tool for every space. You need scissors in that grow, that grow, that grow, a pH pin for every grow. Don't move the shit around. You're just moving problems around that way. Uh, and then think about like just basic pest management. Seal the room. Uh, don't go on a hike and then walk into the grow space. Basic pest management will get you a long way. Let me see if I've covered your question because you basically asked how not to bring home those mites. Um, just uh, protect yourself, just like uh, just like any other uh, way of life. I'm trying not to say it, but just like you don't want to get an STD, think about the precautions, things you need to do so that you don't bring that stuff home. Spider mites are like the herpes of the grow world. Let's not bring that shit home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there, I feel like I've been rambling long enough to make this a successful podcast. There's no need to ruin it at this point. Let's wrap up the show while we are ahead. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. My email address, once again, is growfromyourheartathotmail.com. Don't be shy. Reach out. Send me some content for the show. I will get it on the air. We'll answer your questions. Get your grow going. If you feel like the show is educational, informative, or entertaining, you can support the show by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. If you missed anything, if I said that too fast, too quickly, you can check out my website at iregenetics.com. Everything you need will be right there. Once again, thank you for listening. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Jeremy at Positively Vibes. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. <laughs>